Fintech Chatter. Brought to you by Tier 1 People, leaders in Fintech Executive Search. Welcome to Fintech Chatter Shorts, a new format where I bring you good news and positive updates from the Tier 1 People Network. I'm Dexter Cousins, and today I'm bringing some good news from our friends at Revolut. But before our main guest joins me, I just want to say thanks for listening. And if you're new to the show, to make sure to follow us on your podcast player and check out our YouTube channel, Fintech Chatter TV. And if you really want to show your support and spread positive fintech vibes, give us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you're coming back, thanks so much for your support. It really means a lot to me. Well, joining me now is Charlie Short, and he's the head of growth for APAC for Revolut. Charlie, welcome and uh, making your fintech chatter debut. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks for having me, Dexter. Excited to be here. It's great to have you with us. And look, yeah, certainly in the circumstances as well, with some big news that you announced this week. Do you want to share with our listeners a little bit about the, you know, what's been happening at Revolut here down under? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, well, really um, happy to announce that we have finally officially launched Revolut in New Zealand, which. Um, we're incredibly excited about it's um it's been a long time coming for the team yeah um but i think uh, there's no better time than now uh, that we've launched in new zealand um particularly around uh some of the recent inquiries into you know how banks are turning such huge profits and um i think there's just a general sort of um uh, unfairness when it comes to kind of innovation in new zealand so i mm. think timing mean, couldn't have been better so we're really excited well, if he's listening, my old buddy, uh, Will Mon Heap, I think will be absolutely delighted to hear that you've launched in NZ as a Kiwi himself and, you know, the kind of first boots on the ground here in Oz back in 2018. I know speaking to him, it was his kind of big ambition to see Revolut in, in NZ and, you know, kind of five years later, here we are. It's been, as you said, Charlie, a bit of a journey to get there. And, you know, mm. if I kind of cast my mind back, um, to help helping Revolut, you know, when, when we, um, Matt joined, I think he joined in a month later, the whole world went into lockdown. Mm. Um, what's that journey been like of launching a business during COVID and how is kind of Revolut, you know, seeing business go post COVID as well? Yeah, I think, uh, that's a really in- interesting question. I think, uh, we definitely did see, uh, looking at Australia over kind of the entire sort of COVID period and beyond, uh, we saw some pretty big changes in terms of consumer behavior on our side. Um, and obviously when, you know, we went into kind of lockdown period as it relates to travel, um, we saw some really interesting things, uh, for example, you know, increase in activity and engagement across other uh, product offerings that we have, for example, you know, we saw a big spike in crypto and trading. So, uh, it was really interesting to kind of see, uh, that behavior change, um, Mm. over the entire sort of COVID period and beyond. I think for, for New Zealand, 
yes, we've been working on this for a long time. And, you know, some of the team, some of the OGs would feel like they've been working on this for, you know, 10 years. Yeah. But I really think <laughs> it, that it is, know, it is 10 years in corporate years. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's, it. that's it. But I think the timing really couldn't have been better. Um, you know, I think given there's so much focus um, at the moment in New Zealand around kind of inquiries into banking and, you know, the huge profits that they're turning, um, as well as all the pressures that consumers are feeling um, in real life from the cost of living. I feel like, you know, it's such a great time for us to be in market. So mm. um, yeah, in some, in some sense, you know, uh, taking our time and getting things right was the right decision to make yeah. because here we are today and we're bringing a product into market, which has a really strong, uh, I guess, product market fit yeah. um, and it's really solving some big problems for consumers. Now, if I go back, you know, to 2018, um, at the time here in Oz, you know, we had kind of the neobank craze. Um, mm. Everybody was talking about it. People questioned the model. People questioned Revolut. You know, and we, we've seen the business just go from strength to strength. I think when I first started working with you guys, you were less than 3 million customers. Yeah. Now it's what, 26, 27. It's just phenom phenomenal growth. Um, but what, what kind of growth have you seen in APAC and how have you kind of tweaked the Revolut model to be successful here in Oz? Yeah, so I think, um, I mean, to your point, you know, we have seen a lot of sort of neobanks exit the market. And I think part of the problem is that obviously it's a really, um, it's a really uh, difficult um, industry to work in. Um, mm. And I think one of the things that we have going for us as a global company is that we have that global backing. Um, so as you mentioned, I mean, we already have, you know, 30 million customers globally. It's 30 um, million now. <laughs> 30 million. Well, million. Last time I checked, it was only a few weeks back and I'm sure it was 26. Or 26. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and 400 million transactions a month. We're live in 40 markets. We've got um, a, a 6,000 person organization. So we have an incredibly strong backing, hmm. um, which is basically going to set us up for success in pretty much any kind of expansion region we we launch into. And, you know, off the back of that, we have really strong kind of playbooks and learnings and frameworks yeah. as to how to sort of continue to launch Revolut in a sort of profitable and efficient way across really any market globally. So I think, you know, that's definitely one of our, our, um, our strengths is the fact that we've got kind of this global backing from the rest of the business. Um, and in terms of how we're going across APAC, I think there's a lot of really exciting stuff coming up. So starting with Australia, I mean, we've been in, in market now for about three years um, and we have uh, recently crossed the 300,000 uh, sign-up number in Australia, which is really exciting. Um, and I think if we look at kind of how we're going sort of year over year in terms of growth, you know, we're growing our customer base at, at you know, almost 200%. So mm. things are really starting to catch on in Australia. Yeah. Um, but we are, you know, taking our time in terms of how we sort of bring Revolut to market in Australia. Um, you know, as a product-led organization, we want to make sure that we are delivering best-in-class products that are fit for purpose um, and that are really solving uh, real customer problems and customer mm. needs. So in terms of kind of our growth uh, strategy or our marketing strategy, we take it slow and we make sure that we are delivering um, the best possible products so we have the strongest yeah. position. Um, and then we have uh, 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 Singapore as well, which is which is doing incredibly well. Um, similar size population to uh, New Zealand, um, but it is really taking off and Singapore is actually growing at a similar rate to Australia, which is hugely exciting. 
Um, we're also live in Japan. Um, that's been a bit of a, a slow journey, um, given uh, the conservative nature of kind of the financial regulator over there. But we're slowly starting to get to the point now where we're starting to invest more in growth and marketing, mm. which is hugely exciting. Um, and probably uh, another uh, exciting thing on the horizon is the launch of India, um, which is, uh, you know, a hugely interesting yeah. market, um, you know, obviously a massive population um, and a whole set of different pain points. So uh, that's kind of next on the cards in yeah. terms of our, our APAC expansion. And obviously the kind of, you know, the, the legacy product, you know, I say legacy product, I guess the flagship product of Revolut has always been the travel kind of card and the in yeah. interchange fees. Have you seen that kind of resurgence in travel and the world opening up again? Um, be the kind of catalyst for, you know, the growth in numbers or you're seeing people using Revolut for a lot more than just the the travel. You know, and I, I kind of cast my mind back to the end of 2019, just yeah. before COVID and I was in Barcelona and I was using my Revolut card and I had like, you know, they were saying, oh, another one, another one, another one. <laughs> it was like everybody had a Revolut card in Barcelona and it, yeah. kind of, it just seemed like it was poised to absolutely go nuts. And then obviously the whole world kind of, went into lockdown. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have seen uh, sort of international travel and also international spend bounce back in in a huge way, um, mainly across uh, Australia and Singapore, where, you know, uh, there is a lot of travel happening regularly. There's, there's kind of big communities of expats across both regions. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have definitely seen a huge increase in um, international spend for sure, as well as um, a big increase in in currency exchange. Um, I think what is really interesting to see across both markets, which I think is getting us really excited, and it's kind of you know linked to our north star, is you know how do we uh, you know how do we encourage users to think of Revolut as sort of um, a product that they use every day yeah. uh, for everyday spend and. Uh, as we kind of uh, increase growth across both regions, we're seeing also huge increases in domestic spending, which is which I think is really exciting. Um, and as we kind of continue to ship uh, more and more products uh, that that users can um, consume at a local level, um, we're seeing that kind of yeah domestic spend um, increase uh, mm. pretty significantly every quarter. So we're slowly starting to get to the point now whereby you know people are seeing the value of Revolut just beyond. Yeah the sort of travel um, and currency proposition, which is hugely exciting. Yeah. Um, Australia has got a, you know, I think a disproportionate amount compared to other regions and countries of, um, you know, sole traders, small businesses. Mm. When can we expect to see the Revolut business product Mm. um, hit us? So we just actually recently launched that um, Dexter in Australia, um, and we had a uh, an amazing response. Uh, we did a big uh, push uh, through the media um, of the official launch, um, and we have had um, I think almost fifty small businesses sign up to uh, the current product offering that we have, which is which is really exciting. Um, we've got a lot more coming in terms of product for businesses. Um, uh, what we're trying to achieve in the quickest possible uh, amount of time is getting kind of product parity with the UK when it comes to business. Yeah, um, We're also going to be looking to recruit sales teams to help us grow the product. 
um, as well as, again, like I mentioned, deliver um, a whole heap of new product offerings that is really going to help small businesses grow. So yeah, that's another area of the business, uh, a whole new kind of vertical for us that is also starting to take off mm. in a big way, which is exciting. Now, one one of the, I guess, you know, kind of, you know, uh, common secrets or, you know, kind of things that we hear about startup success is that you focus on one thing. Mm. Um, that's something you could never, ever claim revolutive being <laughs> guilty of, right? Like, as you mentioned, a really broad, broad product suite. What is it that you, you would love you know, and, and the business would love revolute to be known for here in Oz, because it's yeah. a really saturated market. You know, we've got hundreds, if not thousands of banks, you, know, when you, you can kind of consider small credit unions, et cetera. Um, mm. And it's highly competitive. Where, where do you see kind of Revolut sitting in that? And you know, what is it you want to be known for? Yeah. So I think if you just kind of think about kind of um, our sort of brand promise around sort of, you know, one up all things money, I think that's our kind of ultimate North Star. You know, we want to be able to provide consumers with a kind of one stop one-stop shop when it comes to all things money. Um, and that's really what we're, we're kind of working towards. And, you know, at the same time, uh, you know, at the same time as offering, you know, a full suite of products, um, you know, we want to be able to provide consumers with the best possible value as well. So, you know, cutting out all the sort of traditional fees that you would be used to seeing uh, with your traditional bank, creating an overall fairer, more transparent experience. That's really kind of the goal for us. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, we're, we're kind of well on track, uh, when it comes to kind of fulfilling that purpose, we've got, you know, a while to go. Um, uh, we've got, you know, the whole credit side, um, of the product coming up, um, uh, early next year where we'll be launching into credit products, which is exciting. Um, and yeah, it's really just, it's, it's yeah. Fulfilling that purpose around just having a one-stop shop to manage all things related to money in a, mm. in a fair and transparent way. That's, that's the goal. Yeah. What's been really fascinating to see here, certainly here with, with the Oz business is, you know, Revolut's kind of reputation and one of its strengths is to be able to move at speed and execute with precision. Mm. And it's been really, you know, I've been really quite taken aback, you know, in a positive way as to the real methodical approach mm. that they've taken to Australia. And, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. I think one of the first things, you know, that, um, anybody would say to anybody moving, you know, looking to launch an, a, a business here in Oz, is that mm -hmm. look, you know, kind of, it's competitive, it's tough. There's nuances. There's thing, there, there are challenges, right? And you can't just expect to rock up yeah. and wait. You know, the business is just going to come to you. You've got to really be kind of structured and methodical yeah. and have a clear strategy. What, what do you see as success looking for or, or looking like here in APAC? And you know, what do you? What's the kind of end game? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think just sort of answering to your initial observation, um, you know, Revolut absolutely does operate like that as an organization in the sense that, you know, I mentioned before that Revolut is truly a product-led organization, which really ultimately means that, you know, we're thinking about the customer first. We're putting mm. the customer first before anything else, you know, and as a result of that, um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, it's really important for us that we are taking a very considered approach as to how we launch and continue to launch new products in 
different markets. Um, and, you know, we take the time to understand, you know, what is it that consumers are looking for? Yeah. What, is it, what are the gaps that we're trying to solve for? Um, what are the challenges that people are facing across each market? And we take a very considered approach as to how we solve that. Um, so we really create our, our roadmaps and our plans exactly around that. And, mm. um, you know, we continue to listen to the voice of the customer to understand, you know, what we need to do. Um, so ultimately that's kind of what guides and direct, uh, directs us through all the decisions we make is again, you know, what, what are the needs that we're trying to solve for, for the consumer? So, you know, ultimately, you know, that's, that's our goal across, you know, any market is, you know, how do we solve those problems mm. and how do we, you know, localize, uh, the product in a way that, you know, resonates with, you yeah. know, local audiences, local markets. Um, you know, we've got a huge menu of product in, in Europe. Um, but that doesn't mean that we're going to mm-hmm. launch all of that straight away in every expansion market. You know, we take again, a considered approach as to, as to what, you know, people want to see, um, when it comes to, um, money. Yeah. Um, you make it sound so simple, Charlie, <laughs> and yet, you know, what we, we have seen certainly in this last 12 months, is a number of international businesses who have launched in the last few years decided to withdraw from Australia. What, what's your kind of commitment to to the region and and why? Yeah, um, I think definitely again, sort of linking back to you know what is our our purpose and mission, and it really is to provide consumers with that uh, really seamless, transparent experience when it comes to you know all things money. Um, and that really is kind of our promise, you know, that's our commitment that, you know, we are going to continue to, you know, put the customer first, um, and deliver products and services that are genuinely benefiting customers for the right reasons. And we're not charging exorbitant fees that, you know, people would be used to seeing through their bank. Um, in fact, you know, one of our sort of guiding principles as an organization is to minimize the cost for the customer, um, as kind of the first base, Mm. Uh, and we continue to kind of optimize around that, um, you know, continue to sort of challenge ourselves around, you know, how do we deliver the best possible value that we can to our customers? And yeah, that's ultimately what's, what's guiding us. Yeah. Um, you know, when I, when I look across the fintech kind of ecosystem and I include everybody in this, I think, you know, we've tried to develop this narrative over the last, you know, five, six, seven years around Australia being this kind of launch pad for Asia Pacific where mm. companies can innovate. Yeah, and and be kind of protected that if it doesn't quite work out, you know, nobody's going to know about it. But it's a great place to 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 try and experiment. Mm. Given that you know Revolut is one of the true innovators in this space and loves to experiment, are we going to see a day where new products are going to be trialed first in Australia and then shipped out to the rest of the world? Yeah, great question. I mean, so when I think about kind of uh, sort of expansion markets at Revolut, which covers, you know, a lot of different regions outside of APAC as well, including Americas, Australia is very much on the front foot. Um, So uh, we learn an awful lot in Australia um, and those learnings we take uh, into other regions, both in Asia Pacific and in Americas. So Australia is definitely uh, sort of ahead of the charge when it comes to kind of how things are going across expansion markets. Um, And we are very much sort of prioritizing Australia um, when it comes to kind of shipping and delivering products first. Um, So in some sense, you know, Australia definitely is kind of that testing ground for us when it Mm. comes to expansion markets. So 
um, you know, that's another, uh, another great thing that we have going for us is that we can get access to some of these new products and features first before any other expansion market. Awesome. Well, Charlie, it's been fantastic to chat with you. Congrats to everybody on the team. Um, amazing to see you just kicking on and look, you know, as a heavy user of the app, you know, kids have got Revolut accounts as well. It's great to just see your know, new features kind of coming up and, you know, it, it becoming that, that kind of vision of the, you know, the super app and the one-stop shop. Awesome. Thanks, Dexter. Well, folks, thank you very much for tuning in. As always, you can connect with me, Dexter Cousins, on LinkedIn and Twitter. If you're looking to hire tier one people, you can reach out to me on those platforms or check out tier1people.com forward slash contact. Alternatively, if you are on the market looking for a job, make sure to follow me on LinkedIn where each day I'll be posting job hunting tips and you'll also see us mention any opportunities that we're working on. Until the next episode, keep safe. Fintech Chatter is produced by Tier 1 People, leaders in fintech executive search. We'll find world-class leadership talent to build world-class fintech ventures. And you can find us at tier1people.com.